0: Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, and this is another one of our The Circle Undone unboxing episodes, because we've got the cards in front of us, we're diving in, and we're looking at the next faction – I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... Uh, it's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Let's do this, right? We're on to yeah, the Seekers. Yeah, yeah, we'll
1: dive straight in. Yeah, Seekers. Shall, shall, I, shall I hit you with the first card, then? I'm ready. Okay, first up, we have Fingerprint Kit. It is a four-cost asset with a single intellect pip. It has item and tool traits. It uses three supplies, and it has action. Exhaust Fingerprint Kit and spend one supply. Investigate. You get plus one books for this investigation. If you succeed, you discover one additional clue at your location. It takes up a single hand slot. Mm-hmm. So this is the the 45, the 45 automatic of, of finding clues. clues.
0: Yeah, I think that's a nice, a nice way of putting it, definitely. I like it. I think it's really good. In the previous episode, I talked about expanding what the cards can do in the game and sort of uh, not about... Adding complexity, but just about pushing at the edges of the design space, and this for me is one of the textbook examples of that. We all know how deduction works. We all know how magnifying glass works. This combines both effects, and you pay maybe a little bit over the odds to get that repeatedly. Yeah, seems good. Where this, I think
1: the use this has is in someone like a Dunwich investigator who wants to spec a bit into clue finding. Mm. so like a jenny yeah who wants to do clue finding but has limited seeker slots to support that yeah yeah. so obviously only five slots this does it's quite a bit of clue acceleration Mm. so it's effectively uh, three deductions in one if i said to you spend four and an action and then you draw three deductions you'd probably say well that sounds pretty good yeah yeah, right, it sounds reasonable. Because deductions, yeah. deduction's a good card. Yeah. Um, and then it improves, it gives you plus one intellect and an additional clue on three investigate actions. So that's exactly what it does. It's four yeah. and an action to draw three deduction.
0: The other thing, of course, is that right of seeking level zero is four cost and has three yeah. charges and allows you to investigate using willpower and get two clues at a time. So it's exactly the same templating as that, but with an intellect boost baked in. Mm -hmm. yeah which is yeah sort of worth bearing in mind for those times when say someone was saying oh i might take right of seeking and rex just for the clue acceleration this is yet further reason not to do that because you can now take fingerprint kit and get an extra intellect boost and clues infection save your slots yeah it's good it's really strong the other thing to note is that you could charge up the supplies with venturer or with emergency cash level three so there'll probably be ways of giving it a bit more longevity. And that, I mean, this could be your clue-getting tool. You could be maybe main role fighter, secondary role, get a few clues, and you just run this. And that'd be really nice.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I think it's it's a nice supplementary um, clue-getting tool, uh, literally a tool, yeah. even if you haven't specced fully into finding clues and especially useful as an off-class seeker card to help with clue-finding.
0: I wonder if we'll see more two per... Investigator locations in this cycle as well, if it'll go back to the basics of find lots of clues from this location. One of the things we've seen is that there's a new rule in this set that's the haunted rule, and that is that if you it's a little bit like alert or retaliate, but for investigation. So if you fail an investigation, haunted triggers and it'll do something. So, any ways that you can get more clues in one go and avoid risking triggering haunted, the better. So this might see itself sneaking into lots of decks just as another clue acceleration thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, should we do the next card? Sure. Okay, this is a four-cost event, and it has two intellect pips, and it is called Connect the Dots. Uh, It is insight-traded, which is not a surprise. It has, fast, play after you discover the last clue at your location. Discover two clues at a location with a lower printed shroud value than your current location. They thought you were being unreasonable, paranoid, delusional. Turns out, you were right all along. This is like the classic um, Charlie Day, Pepe, Pepe Silver, isn't it?
0: <laughs> That's a Always Sunny you know. in Philadelphia reference. Yeah, is yeah right? it's like yeah. slamming
1: his... Yeah, it's the, the, the picture of him with all the board with all the strings on it. Mm. Yeah, again, I think this this is okay. I think straight away I'm thinking Joe with this card. Because he, he takes it the... Yeah. yeah, four seems like a bit of a big pill to swallow for this, this card. At two, I think it's a really nice effect. Yeah, at two, it's, like it's, a, it's basically
0: a double... Working a hunch, hunch, yeah,
1: but with some limitations, yeah,
0: yeah, some limitations, but paying two for two working a hunches, you're saving two resources is yeah pretty good, so i wanna I wanna focus on that we've got, we've seen two seeker cards so far, and they both cost four, makes me think either we're gonna see more economy for seekers, more resource generation for seekers, or this is a response to the fact that Milan is essentially omnipresent in seeker decks still i think the percentage of seeker decks that don't run Milan is quite low i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that yeah he's just d-
1: generally very very good yeah so i think i think we, we made the comment early on that he's like a desperado from Netrunner runner for, mm. for seekers yeah which is that he he makes you better at doing something but he rewards you for doing something you want to be doing anyway
0: mm, yeah yeah. Which which leads me to think that one of the ways you can respond to that is then put more expensive toys and goodies in the faction and say, right, if you're, if you're really going to always play Dr. Milan Christopher and you want to play these cool effects, you're going to have to pay a bit more for them. So you're going to have to pay four for a fingerprint kit, four for connector dots. And I think people will still pay that happily, but it just gives that little bit more of a hit if you want to pack your deck full of these effects that as soon as you run out of resources, you might... Grind to a halt. Anyway, the card itself I think is great. What I love is it rewards it, I mean, not as good solo, but it rewards the team splitting up, which is something that seekers don't really want to do. So I love this idea that you could be the seeker and saying, Look, I'm going to go off to this other location. I'm going to leave the clues where you are because I've got a plan. I'm going to do this thing. I, I love how that that feels as a player that the seeker is wandering off on their own, which is the thing they shouldn't do. Like that feels great to me. Yeah,
1: I, there's like a a yeah yeah there's like a double level of of significance of the uh, ability as well because you're so your investigator is the theme is that they're spotting something somewhere else because they found some clues in their current location right mm, yeah. but actually when you're playing it you're there looking at the board saying ah right but if, over here if this is a lower shroud value so I'll go over here. So you can imagine the seeker player has got all their cards, the location cards pinned up on the wall and they're like attaching string to the location cards. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I quite like that double layer of uh, significance of the theme on it.
0: Yeah, and I think for delay the inevitable, what we were sort of talking about was the fact that you want your guardian to know when someone's about to get hit, know the inevitability of damage and get in the way. And for connect the dots, this is all about the seeker knowing where all your shroud values are. And knowing that they're going to clear a location, I can see this like setting up some really upsetting plays where the seeker's like, "Oh, I'll go first. I'll get this last clue, and I'll get to there," and then failing the test and not being able to do it, or whatever it is. You know, it can it can lead to some interesting play moments, some some either disappointing or delightful play moments. Would you put this in Joe's hunch deck? Uh, I mean, you said yeah. you would for the discount. It's pretty situational.
1: Yeah. Yes, but I think what you can maybe do is engineer the way you play so that when this comes up, you have a good chance of triggering it because it's such insane value you get from it for two cost off the hunch deck. It's probably worth going out of your way a bit uh, to respond to it coming up.
0: Yeah,
1: or just like leave one clue on a on a high shroud location or something like that
0: that you can get back to. Yeah, yeah, or yeah or leaving a low shroud location behind that you've not cleared the clues from yeah even in say the gathering you could go into the attic reveal it it's one shroud three clues per investigator and then is it three? yeah I think so and then no it's two it's two two clues per investigator and then go into the cellar which is four shroud and two clues per investigator and clear that and set up connect the dots to clear the attic you'd still have had to move into the attic but you wouldn't spend the actions getting the clues there actually there you go They've I've come up with a play for it
1: okay next we are on curiosity this is a skill card it has a willpower and an intellect icon it has the innate trait and has while you have four or more cards in hand curiosity gains a willpower and an intellect pip while you have seven or more cards in hand curiosity gains two willpower and two intellect pips instead what if you are the cat and this so my has first question is, who is this guy? Well, he's got, I think they're called Tamako, which are the um, Maori face tattoos.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
1: That's what they look exactly like to me. It's the, the symmetrical curling patterns. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as I know, we don't have any Maori investigators. And it don't would think... be amazing if we did. And it would be good, yeah. So yeah, maybe look out for him in a future cycle.
0: So this is another innate card that fits into the sequence set up by steadfast but here for the seekers the condition is about having cards in hand rather than having damage or health remaining the fact yes. that it says if you have four or more it's double icon even if you commit this turn one you'll still have four cards left in hand so to me this doesn't really go below being a double icon and the having seven or more cards in hand i can imagine very easily in seeker I hope to run at that many cards, but I probably wouldn't consistently run at seven or more because at that point I'm running the risk of discarding something and, uh, you know, good piloting, you want to make the most out of your cards. So this for me, in in compared with Steadfast, I'd say it's probably as likely to be a double icon, but maybe slightly less likely to be a triple icon. What's your take on it?
1: In terms of when it gains the icons, I agree with you. Getting to seven cards is difficult unless you're... I've always found Min ends up with lots of cards in hand. Um, yeah. Maybe some other investigators are the same. Yeah. On the actual use of the card, or how useful it is, I think this is one of the the less strong ones in this cycle. As I think in in Seeker, there are already quite a lot of good skill cards, which get mm-hmm. a look in over this. Inquiring Mind leaps to mind instantly which is three wild icons. So it always has three icons, and they can be used in any test.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If you haven't got that, of course, which is what we've said, you know, I think it's still good. I think these are a good choice of icons,
0: Mm.
1: especially in an investigator like Daisy, who wants willpower and intellect boosts
0: quite often. I was wondering if Norman would like it, because he likes those as well. He doesn't really like skill cards. And then I thought, well, who really wants willpower and intellect boosts and likes innate cards and draws lots of cards? And of course, this is a really great card for Silas because willpower and intellect are his low stats. And when I play Silas, certainly he seems to never not have seven or eight cards in hand because he can pull cards back to hand. So this having a sort of a steady plus three for either of those is quite nice. Yeah, it's quite decent. That's nice.
1: I've got no experience of Silas, so yeah. I've only, only from secondhand what I've heard from everyone else who loves him. Me screaming <laughs> about him, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I was following that line that you suggested as well of that maybe it being a good fit for someone sort of off class as well. So finding, finding those characters where maybe they'd want to use a slot to shore up weaker stats or things like that. But yeah. Like maybe in a fin, but I don't think it's going to give you enough of a boost for willpower, and your intellect's already high, so yeah, not sure. Yeah, maybe Roland. Anyway, I th- I think it's I think I would agree with you that it's somewhat less powerful than Steadfast. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, finally, in this pack we have and uh, the taro asset. So this is three cost one XP asset. It is death number thirteen. Free from the past. Tarot. Uh, You get the plus one intellect. Reaction, when the game begins, if death 13 is in your opening hand, put it into play. Let go and embrace a new truth. And yes, obviously it uses the tarot slot as well.
0: Yeah, this is where we get to rehash all of our tarot discussion. Yes. Who wants a static intellect boost? I, I think you actually hit the nail on the head with your discussion about Joe last episode, where you might be running an ally for a combat boost and then run this for an intellect boost at which point your stats are two five five two. Yeah. Or you run the Guardian one Ace of Swords and that gives you your combat boost and you're running Milan or Alice or whatever else. For what it's worth, I think the Sicker one
1: probably has the hardest time justifying itself because, as we've discussed, there's already a very good card which gives a static intellect boost in Milan. Mm. Uh, and, and in, in fact, Magnifying Glass. And in Magnifying Glass, yeah, so that's exactly what I was about to say. So, mm. Of all of them, it's probably the one that's hardest to justify putting into your deck. I, I still really like magnifying glass, actually. I think still, that's that's a really nice card. It's a very cheap stat boost for mm-hmm. the thing you're almost always doing with that stat, um, yeah. investigating. Yeah. So it works out a really good value. Yeah, but, you know, I, in someone who's using their hands all the time, but also wants a, an intellect boost, yeah, maybe this is the way to go.
0: I wonder if this also finds a bit more strength in solo where you you might want to use mind over matter or I've got a plan or otherwise just make sure that you never fail an investigate test. And as a result, maybe you 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 might prefer to use Malison instead of Milan, but want more intellect boost, something like that around that. Yeah. And maybe see that being useful. I mean, it also, it goes without saying that I think I'd love to see this in my opening hand, but I'm not sure I'd want to play it later on and Seeker are probably the better faction to be able to afford to play it later on if you're playing Dr. Milan Christopher. so
1: but then you've already got Dr. Milan in play.
0: <laughs> yeah and then and then at that point you know what are you doing with your incredibly high intellect? maybe you're playing Feed the Mind or something to turn that all into card draw like maybe seekers are just so actually so combo in we've not really scratched the surface of what they can do in terms of leveraging an insane intellect into something else yeah we've got to find out if you've designed a combo seeker deck let us know and we'll have a look at it
1: yeah I, I think ultimately the same comment applies from my point of view that it's taking that pressure off the slots you might want to use for more fun cards by giving the static intellect like boost to a different slot altogether mm-hmm. so yeah yeah
0: right great that is the seeker cards i mean f- fascinating to me that there's two four cost cards there so out of keeping with seeker will it mean something let's find out this cycle cool thanks for listening <laughs> thank you
1: Hollywood stars and celebs what do they know did they know things let's find out <laughs>